0: Dozens of people were involved in this. I mean, just the sheer scale of it. We're starting to see kind of a big move by by the guards. They've put together the entire story, that they have the narrative. They have a good idea of where all the moving parts are. But, I mean, he's had five years to kind of set up new identities, to acquire new passports.
1: I'm Nicola Tallent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. The Regency Hotel Spectacular remains an unrivaled event in Irish gangland as the moment when the underworld changed for good. Five years on, and the bitter divide that pitted two powerful criminal dynasties against one another remains as raw as the moment David Byrne was gunned down and mob boss Daniel Kinahan fled for his life. This week, a European arrest warrant was issued for the legendary criminal Jerry the Monk Hutch, as three of his longtime friends—Paul Murphy, Patrick Dowdall, and Jason Bonney—were all brought before the special criminal court on charges relating to helping a criminal gang commit an offence. But where is the Monk? And what are the chances of him remaining one step ahead of the law as the investigation into the Regency attack and the brutal retaliations by the Kinahan Mafia proceed? Today, for a Crime World Extra episode, I'm joined by journalist Damon Dillon as we consider... What's next for Ireland's most elusive criminal? This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. There's been a lot of activity on on this Regency investigation this week, Eamon. Um, Three men have been brought before the special criminal court, Patrick Dowdall, who's 64, Paul Murphy, who's 59, and Jason Bonney, 50. And obviously there has been a European arrest warrant issued for the monk. Um, the three that are brought before the special criminal court, and they'll face if they if they um, plead not guilty, a trial by judge. There's no jury there in that court. Um, do we know much about what it is they're being charged with? Yeah, it's interesting Um
0: They're they're being charged with knowledge of a criminal organization and giving aid to that criminal organization. So, you know, these are kind of, I suppose, the outer edges of, you know, the people allegedly involved in this big, spectacular attempted murder of Daniel Kinahan back in February 2016 at the Regency Hotel. So these are the kind of the outer edges. In a sense, like, two of them are charged with um, supplying vehicles that were used in a convoy to bring... Suspects to the actual scene, and another was another one of them was charged with supplying a room in the hotel f- the day before the attack uh, for members of the gang to use, whatever you know, for the stakeout or whatever exactly they they were they were doing there. So th- these aren't people you know involved in pulling the trigger, or you know one of these necessarily one of these people dressed up as you know the the fake you know the fake guards in their tactical gear. So it's very much if you remember the Veronica Guerin investigation, um, Tony Sork led. Um, and it was very much about the concentric circles and that you have your main targets in the middle and you start in the edges and you work your way in, which I guess would go some way to explain why it's, you know, five years later, we're starting to see kind of a big move by by the guards. I mean, that, that certainly looks like it's, you know, that they've put together the entire story, that they have the narrative. They have a good idea of where all the moving parts are. I mean, there must be dozens of people who were involved in this. I mean, just the sheer scale of it. You know, I mean, like, Nicca, you remember, like, seeing the pictures at the time. I mean, like, we were stunned.
1: Totally. I mean, there was actually um, uh, one of the senior counsels in the Special Criminal Court in the last year or two, when summing up a case, uh, mentioned that, uh, you know, in, in a case of a gangland murder, there might be one finger on the trigger, but many hands on the gun. And it seems that this is is probably the case of of what's happening here. Um, The Regency, the 5th of February 2016, was a Friday and it was a seminal moment in gangland. I don't think the Irish underworld, as we call it, will ever be the same again. And, um, you know, the monk who is out there and this European arrest warrant has been issued for him was named almost immediately as the brains behind it. It was a very military operation and, and shocking in its, um, in its brazenness. It was a gang that were taking on a leader of one of the most powerful drug cartels in Europe. And subsequently, we've been learning probably in the globe. Um, it failed as spectacularly as it was held because uh, Daniel Kinahan escaped and uh, one of his lieutenants, David Byrne, was shot dead. The failure of it, I think, has uh, been one of the reasons that this story has, has just continued to grow legs.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, the fact that it fails, like we've seen subsequently, I think it's 18 murders linked to the, the and hutch feud. Um, and I mean, as, as you know, I mean, it started in, in, in September uh, 2015 with, with Gary Hutch, with Gary Hutch's murder in Spain. Uh, that's the, the monk's nephew. And then the monk himself was targeted by two gunmen who tried to shoot him in, in his favourite pub in Lanzarote. So the regency came, you know, a number of weeks after it. Now you wonder, like, I mean, obviously it was planned before he was, I, I imagine it was planned before he was targeted in Lanzarote. I mean, you wouldn't put together an operation of that size that quickly. So, I mean, you know, it's just... It, it was the most unusual style of of, uh, of gangland or an, an attempted gangland shooting in Ireland. I mean, I don't think we'd seen anything like it before in terms of, you, you know, just the, the audacity and the kind of the, the very ambitious nature of it. And, I mean, even going in with the amount of people they did to try and control what was going to be a very chaotic situation to pick out the people they wanted to shoot, which, well, they, they got one of them in, in a sense that David Byrne was murdered. But, uh, you know, it, it was... It, Again, because of its sheer scale and its sophistication, it means that there's going to be a lot of different people involved. And I guess some of the arrests, the three arrests we've seen this week, are those, you know, to some extent, the foot soldiers, the bit players, the alleged foot soldiers, the alleged bit players, you know, who are involved. Now, there's going to be, there's presumably going to be a lot more. I mean, certainly the the monk himself, the European or West weren't referring to him. um, Apparently, the DPP decided that there is now enough there to charge him with murder and presumably when they bring him back he, he will face other more serious charges in connection with that so i mean it's all it's 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 obviously been they've been working away quietly in the background you know
1: well we can see there that they have established that the hutch faction is a criminal gang they've they are establishing that with the charges that have been brought against these these three that were brought before the special criminal court so presumably and one of the most serious charges we have is directing a criminal gang. I think there is uh, somebody before the courts um, in, on that charge from the other side at the moment. Um, carries a very hefty sentence. But just come back to Lanzarotti, which you mentioned, because the irony of a lot of this is that the monk... Having had what what we would say was a lengthy career in uh, the criminal underworld, somebody who was probably one of the most or the most famous criminal in Ireland, somebody who had pretty much managed to um legitimize himself in some way before he went into retirement. and uh, you know he 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 has very few convictions himself. He spent very little time. In, in prison, and yet we all speak about him as if he's a he's part of the furniture, as if we know him. His own background, he um, he was, you know, seen to be a very intelligent and uh, a, a criminal who 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 planned things with military precision. But he got away with a lot, or so we would think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean. It, it, in a sense, like, these guys, you know, the bank robbers are at the top of the tree. They, they're not involved in drugs. You know, they're not involved in prostitution or anything like this. So, I mean, they're almost like sports stars in, in the, the the underworld. I mean, these are the guys, okay, they might make the most money, but they're the guys with the most courage. And they're not really hurting anybody. They're only stealing money from the bank. So, I mean, it's a great way to gain a reputation and, and you know, not to be seen as as a baddie, so to speak. And, I mean, now his his career, just to quickly go back for anyone who's forgotten, I mean, in 87, he, you know, he, he was blamed for carrying out the Secura Corps robbery at, 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 in uh, Marino, and that was 1.7 million punts. Uh, the Brinks-Allied robbery in 1997, again with military precision, um, that was 3 million punts. Uh, like, and just the, the, the level of planning that went into it, you know, really, you know, this is a guy in, he, in, his, in his early 30s at the time, you know, he stood out. Now, he was never convicted of these. Uh, he had to settle with the Criminal Assets Bureau, um, when they, they were, he was one of the first targets in, in the late nineties and he was, you know, he was named in, in the high court and we could finally drop the, you know, the monk and actually use his real name, Jerry Hutch. And, and he he kind of, you, 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 like when, when he, even, even after, uh, he settled with Cab, I mean, he went about, you know, uh, as, as you were saying, like, you know, becoming almost a, a celebrity criminal in Ireland, he had his, he had his limo company carry anybody, you know, uh, a little kind of thumb-at-the-nose with the acronym CAB. You know, he he ferried Mike Tyson around town when he was on a visit to Dublin. I mean, you know, he was being photographed with people. He was, you know, he was Ireland's celebrity criminal. So the fact that he got drawn back into this, you know, really nasty, lethal underworld feud, I think to some extent came as a surprise to us. I mean, he's around since. I mean, he's, he's around, you know, with the Penguin, the General, the Monk. I mean, he's he's around longer than our, our reporting careers to some extent.
1: And he had actually kind of gone into this semi-retirement or so We thought. I, I have to say, I think one of the things the monk is brilliant at is being a spin doctor. He has always, there has always been this narrative that he's really anti-drugs and he's really this, that and the other. But um, that myth for me was burst when his nephew, Gary Hutch, who he was very close with, was um, arrested and targeted with the Kinnahan Mafia on the Costa in 2010 when we were told they were broken up. And Gary Hutch was very much Im- involved. He was uh, named in an arrest warrant as one of the top lieutenants of Daniel Kinnahan, his right-hand man, really. Um, so the monk was great, really, at, at pushing this reputation as this Robin Hood character himself. But uh, nonetheless, he had gone into some sort of a retirement in Lanzarote where he's property and investments. And he was supposed to be kicking back when all this um, this blew up. And it's a real lesson in, I think, in, in that world in gangland, how there is just no escaping it, I think. There is no retirement. There is no cocktails on the beach. It always seems to drag everyone back. And there never seems to be a happy ending uh, for most people in it. Now, the monk is also, apart from being a very able spin doctor, he's also... One of the world's great uh, hide and seek champions. He has been. He was last seen in, in in Ireland at his brother Eddie Hutch's funeral, and Eddie was murdered. The first of those retaliatory murders from the the Regency. A few days after that uh, hotel attack that that saw David Byrne murdered, and the monk appeared at his funeral, surrounded by friends, photographed with one. A man called Noel Kerwin, who later became a victim of the feud himself because he had stood beside the monk at that funeral. But he's been missing ever since. Um, He certainly hasn't shown up publicly in Ireland, although there is some suggestion that he has been sneaking in and out of the country. But you'd need to be putting a wager on it. But what do you think the chances are of them reeling him in now? Uh,
0: Well, I, I think it's inevitable they will... They'll they'll get a hold of him. At somewhere. And I mean, I mean, if he's within Europe, the European arrest warrant is pretty efficient. If he's in the UK, I mean, the it, the, the same machinery is there. It was, it was basically copy and pasted, so that won't be an issue. If he's in somewhere like Turkey, it will be a, a longer battle. And he certainly have um, one of the men involved in, in the murder of his uh, another nephew, Gareth Hutch. He, he's basically he's a, he's at the moment fighting extradition from Turkey to Ireland. He was arrested last uh, August. So I mean, if he's in somewhere like Colombia or or Brazil, I mean, you can see where, if you remember, there was the 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 solicitor who embezzled cash, Michael Lynn. I mean, it it took a couple of years to extradite him from from Brazil. So it can be done, um, but first of all, they have to find him. Now, presumably, like a, an Interpol red notice will go out along with the with the European arrest warrant. So I mean, he, he, if he if he travels under his own identity, I, you know, he will be flagged up. But I mean, he's had five years to kind of set up new identities to acquire new passports and I mean we certainly know he, like he's able to influence uh, officials uh, um, f- funny enough you were talking about you know his retirement and, and, and Lanzarote I mean we, there was a, some Sunday World people were at his 50th um, birthday party and had a an unannounced visit to their, to, to their hotel rooms by the local detectives uh, or some police officers who were acting on information supplied by unknown Irish men so presumably connected with the with the, um, uh, uh, the monks, the monks people. I mean, and, and funny enough, the same weekend, I was in another part of Spain in Estepona, doorstep and Christy Kinnan Sr., who, as we know, also seems to be kicking back and has disappeared from sight. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets to enjoy his retirement
1: as well. Yeah, I know that the, uh, from just from my own sources, that the guards have had eyes on Hutch. Um, in the last five years, he has spent a considerable amount of time time in mainland Spain, although not in the Marbella area where uh, his rivals had once got their headquarters, the Kinnaghan organisation, and they still have key personnel there. But um, up the coast a bit, he had changed his appearance slightly, although there was no suggestion that there was surgery or anything like that. He certainly was looking very fit and... There was also a suggestion that he was dipping in and out of Lanzarote, which is somewhere that he has felt very comfortable, um, and he has properties. But by and large, you would imagine that, given the idea of this European restaurant coming, was alerted on social media days before the news broke. That, if at all he could, he has gone to the wind. I imagine, and uh, you know. He is, uh, if not, and he's brought back um, in the coming weeks, I think he will probably be relying on some of the complexities involving the Regency Hotel as part of his defence, as others will. I mean, there was one person uh, brought before the courts, charged with the murder of David Byrne, and that trial went spectacularly wrong. Can you just tell us a little bit about that before we finish?
0: yeah that that was um Patrick Hutch had been charged with you know taking part as uh, you know he wasn't accused of being the trigger man, but he was accused of taking part in the in the murder of David Byrne um and essentially the the case collapsed the the state entered a nulla prosequi and uh, he he was free to go I mean that's the that's the only dear the' they're the only um that's the only case really that has been brought in in terms of the murder of David Byrne. I mean the other man who was photographed and that was actually a Sunday World picture as well. The other man involved in, who was in that picture, flat cap Kevin Murray, he died of natural causes since.
1: And obviously that trial collapsed because of the tragic death of a senior police officer who was investigating it. Um, already there is a lot of stuff floating around on social media, making accusations and wild allegations about police stitch-ups and stuff like that. So no doubt we will be reconvening in the near future to talk about this again. But for the moment, thanks thanks for that, Eamon.